Alright everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Very excited with Kyle, my main man, episode two. How are you, great buddy? Good, thank you. That's the way. Now, today we are talking about how to maintain and build our online community. And let's be honest, in tough times, this is more important than ever. Um, and I think the biggest thing that I've noticed from everything is the lack of human connection and human connection is how we build community you know and particularly through that socializing interaction when we play together that makes our stronger social circles so when you remove that what are you actually doing to make sure that you know you are maintaining and building that community and I think that's what we want to talk about today and I know for you this is always probably something you've done well because let's be honest a lot of your community has been online for a long time now hasn't it yeah, yeah, this is something I uh, consider myself pretty good at. I've got no doubt. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, you know, like I'm a bit humble with some stuff, but this is something that definitely I feel like is my wheelhouse because that's always been my approach to building an online business is one that was built around a community versus uh, sort of selling to strangers. Uh, and I think, you know, I've talked about this in the past with trainers and I think it's always been an optional thing for trainers, you know, like, oh yeah, I'll, maybe I'll get like some sort of community going online community or I'll start my e- email newsletter or I'll start that, that fa- Facebook group just for my members. It's always been optional, but now it's, it's mandatory because you've completely lost, you know, one fantastic way of building community in your business for a face-to-face business, which is in your sessions um, being face-to-face. And uh, yeah, it's definitely possible to build an online community. And there, actually, I hadn't written that in my notes, but there's some really cool uh, benefits to doing it online instead of face-to-face as well. So yeah, we can chat about that a bit later. But yeah, my, my main hope today is that for the listeners that they... Uh, walk away with this with some tangible ways uh, and a, a better understanding of how an online community works versus doing face-to-face stuff. I think that is really important that a lot of it's a lot of the time and I remember um, I never actually got around to doing a regular email or things like this but I thought there's other ways to build that and, and for me the big ones have been constant video and audio so people even though they're not seeing you they feel like they I don't know they're hearing your voice they're seeing your face and um, I think the best example is that is that I'll go to present somewhere around the world call and people will come up to me and they'll greet me like they know me because they hear my voice and they watch me all the time. Um, and I think that's yeah. probably more, that's what people need at the moment. Um, and what I've, what I've seen is people are scrambling because they're one thing that their business is based around. And this isn't just trainers. This is so many people that, you know, is face to face when that is removed, that's 80 to 90, 95% of their income gone. And I think it's this real sort of reactive movement around all right mm. what how can I how can I fix that issue or how can I get back some of that income or how can I serve people when I can't do the one thing I do really well I don't know if that's something you've seen that it's uh, like this pandemic has it's come so quickly that people haven't actually been able to pivot quick enough to realize yeah. I need something else 
Yeah. Yeah. I think if you're still stuck in that reactive state of mind where you're just reeling from everything that's happened, which if you are in that position, there's no judgment or shame here. That's completely understandable because this has been life-changing. And we were talking before about all the trainers out there who work for gyms and things like that, who've been let go. And maybe that's you listening to this, that you're you're probably just like, I've just instantly lost my income. And it's really easy to follow that to a dark place, uh, which you and I, Dale, we've both been to that dark place before of feeling yeah. um, like no hope. And yeah, so if you're there, it's okay. It's understandable. But what we want to share is that this is actually a really cool time to let go of of what was normal for you and embrace that there's this other side of things. Um, there's another way of living, of making money online, of helping people um, that's now available to you. Yeah, and I think I think one of the biggest things is that things will never go back to the way they were, and that's a given. And particularly because people will figure out that they can be so much more efficient uh, with the way things are now. And I know this is a really hard thing. And um, for people that have lost their job, I, I am very sorry for you. We, we've all lost something, but it's a really quick mindset shift that you need to be able to make. Um, yes, be upset um, for what you're missing out on. But the big thing is, all right, how now can you serve other people or find another way to do what you love with a bigger audience? Because particularly if you think about a lot of gyms, if you've lost your job, that's just the people at your gym. You might have these unbelievable talents that now you can service the whole world. And I look yeah. at this as a great opportunity. And I didn't yeah. at the start. And as I said the other week, I was crying because of what I'd lost. And that is fine if everybody does that, Kyle. I think we need to. You need to be upset. You need to mourn. You need to do that. But mm. the biggest thing is, like you just said, this is an opportunity. And it can either be a really negative one or you can find a way to make it really impactful for you and other people that you haven't met yet. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent agree. Uh, so let's yeah talk about the importance of community and that, and you, yeah. you hit the nail on the head because that's going to be a big part of, of this. Uh, unless you're like a, a marketing advertising geek and you love just, you know, playing stats in Facebook ads and stuff like that, this may be not the podcast episode for you because what we're going to talk about here is how to um, sort of put your flag in the sand about what you believe in, what your philosophy is on fitness and how to then rally people around that and rally a community around that who who also share those same values. Uh, yeah. And then because of that alignment, you'll find it very easy to sell services and things like that to them yeah and i think uh, exactly yeah. like it, it it's probably it's a hard time to get new clients but it's also probably going to be a great way to convert some friends and i think that's a really good area to start with Kyle. If, for, and this is particularly yeah. for people that are starting out now well we'll talk about how to maintain your community but building one at the moment that you've probably got I don't know, let's just look at Facebook. Um, if you've got 800, 1,000 friends, you've probably got yeah. half of those that uh, may have gone to a gym, have done some form of exercise and are now restricted and they can't do it. So yeah. you don't need to actually go and pay for ads or anything like that. You can just provide yeah. a service and it'll give you a purpose. And I know I spoke about this in uh, the last episode we did, Kyle, that I just started something online because I needed some routine back again. I needed to 
you know, be committed to moving my body once every day during the week. Um, and what yeah. I did is I started something from that. It's amazing how once you just start something, things happen. People connect with you. You share it. And um, you're actually helping people out. So if you are stuck at the moment, if you're listening and you feel like, all right, I've lost my job, I've got nothing going on, well, then you've got an opportunity to help other people. And you, everybody knows here when you share kindness, good things come to you as well. Or when you are of service or when you just generally want to help other people, that will come back to you. So I think that's a great bit of advice. You don't need anything. You've already got these people. And Mark Zuckerberg created this, uh, I don't even know when Facebook was launched, but he's built this base for you. And it's not selling now. It's not like you're a um, an Arbon or an Isogenics or something like that, that you're selling stuff to your friends that they don't want. You are now providing something that they do need because they're restricted. They can't physically do they can't go to the gym. They can't do the exercise class they used to do. So now this is your chance to go bang. And I don't know what your thoughts are on that, Cole, but as I said, that is a great opportunity. Yeah, I like what you said about how for you it was uh, just a way to move your body every week and you've ended up doing them every day. But that's, that's like I was saying, like, you know, put a flag in the sand that yeah. people can rally around. That could be it, just saying, hey, to your friends, I'm going to be running this workout here. You know, maybe it's even like uh, I, there's probably is a way you can like tip people online with like a, a digital donation or, you know, oh, you can even yeah. have a thing. I know you're not charging money, but if you, if you still want to make money, I know some trainers have done like a pay what you want type scheme. Um, so, you know, you can just have like a PayPal link at the end that people can then type in an amount and pay you for the session. Uh, I've, I've been to like meditation things that have been like that. So, yeah, but that's your flag in the sand. It's like, I just want to move once a week. Who yeah. else wants to just move once a week? Let's do it together. I've got the expertise as a trainer, so I can show you guys what to do um, in exchange for a fee. And uh, this is a way that we can interact and you can interact with each other. Yeah. I think yeah. I think with that is I think with that as well, Cole, is that I'm actually more, I'm feeling better now than I ever have because every trainer here will know that people don't pay you to come and work out with you. And I used to, when I was starting my business, I would train with everyone because I didn't have many clients. And But as your business grows, I was feeling I was doing so many sessions that I was doing a little workout here and there. But now every night at six o'clock, I'm doing a 45-minute boot camp. I am sweating like a demon and I am loving it <laughs> because now people are enjoying my session, but they're following along with what I'm doing. So I'm actually, to be honest, I'm enjoying what I'm doing now more than what I was for the last three or four years when my business was flying because I wasn't able to move my body. And when you slowly can't do that, it's amazing, you know, how you just don't feel as good as what you can when you start moving again. So if people are listening, that's a great way of doing it. And if trainers, if you're moving too much now, then you might need to try and scale that as well. If you're doing too many sessions, um, a great way of doing that is the recordings that you can, I know we spoke about this last week as well, Kyle, that you can, you can do your recording from main group and then you might have another group that watches your recordings and you offer that at a cheaper rate or then that you use those as leads to people on your Facebook list. So say, hey, this is what I'm doing in my live group. Do you want to test these out for a week or share them with your friends or do you know what I mean? Like there's opportunity there because you've got these recordings. So you should be using them. Don't just be doing online sessions all the time and, and not reusing the quality recording you've been doing. That's the beauty of what we're in now, the online space. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. 
Now, so when it comes to, obviously that's building a community, what about maintaining? So Kyle, for people out there, what are some of the great things that you believe in or that you've seen trainers are doing now that are setting them above the rest? Because if you look at it, there are a lot of people doing online sessions. They're like every man and their dog that I know is doing it, but what's different about it? Or what are you offering your clients um, or that you've seen, mate, that people are offering that is setting them apart, that he's giving people something that they really need? Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess what's coming to mind is the difference between connection and interaction. So I'm seeing a lot of trainers who are doing stuff to interact with their community, like, uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm butchering these words for my purposes of, of no, this example. No, I like this a lot. Uh, so they're interacting with their community. They're, you know, posting daily challenges or weekly challenges or, uh, you know, questions and things like that in their Facebook groups to try and get people talking and stuff like that. But the problem is because it's more of an interaction rather than an invitation to get people to connect, mm. it, they're landing flat. So some suggestions I would have is to connect with your clients. Um, you need to be, if you're, if you're posting stuff that's designed to get discussion going, think about how can the person answering this either connect to you or connect to the other people in the group. So maybe it's sharing something, something personal, sharing something that they're doing, you know, in their day-to-day life. And uh, with challenges, you shouldn't, I don't think daily challenges are the way to go at the moment. Like, you know, do this Tabata workout at home. Nah, doesn't work. A longer term challenge. Them. Yeah, it's too many. Oh, yeah. yeah. A longer term challenge where people actually have to invest into it, whether that's emotionally or, or money-wise. And then using things like accountability buddies are a great way. Like if they have to check in, text, call, you know, two or three, you know, or sorry, one to three other people in the group, you're setting up a way for them to get that regular interaction with someone else. Um, and then that feeling that they're not alone because they're doing this challenge with other people. Uh, the main thing is just to know your clients and pair them up with people they're going to get along with. Uh, and, and you should know that with your clients that are coming through from your group. Yeah. So that was some ideas I had on how you can still, you still need to keep them interacting with each other. Cause that thing of like, yeah, you mentioned before clients coming to exercise for you to exercise with them. But it's also that thing of thinking, oh, clients come to my workouts because they want to work out. That's maybe like 5% of your clients. The rest of your clients come because they like the participation with other people. So yeah, you need to think of anything you decide to run that's community driven is how can I get my clients to interact with each other, not just me? Yeah, I, I think that's a great point. And that's what I wanted to talk about, that you need to be different. You need to be providing people, like you just said, not an interaction, because let's be honest, everyone's got workouts. They can Google the Tabata. They can Google any workout, you'll find it. And everyone's posting those at moments. You need to be different. So my couple of things really come back to um, the sort of the random acts of kindness and putting other people first. Like I said, some form of service. So I don't know if that's Mm. something in your group that um, each day or once a week or so one of the things I've been doing, and I'm not just going to talk about myself all the time, Cole, but um, at the end of every virtual PT session bootcamp I've been doing, I've been sending everyone a daily mission. Now, some of those missions are, you know, doing a random act of kindness for somebody else or um, I know you've got the deck of cards I've been taking them off, but they're they're all, (laughs) they're, 
each day it's just one thing to focus on. And and what I've found over everything I've done is if you just say be kind or do nice things, it's too open-ended. Whereas if you give people one thing to focus on, it's incredible. And within that, yeah, yeah. I've had people sending each other gifts. And, and that's a great thing you can do at the moment. You don't actually need to leave the house and the, you just put their address in and the postman drops it off. So in some ways it's a cheaper way of doing it. It's not about always buying gifts. Um, but I've had people send me bags of coffee. I had one of the guys send me um, 12 boutique beers, which were lovely over the weekend. Um, but <laughs> the thing is giving people one thing to focus on for the day. So that could be something for themselves. So and do something that you enjoy, 10 minutes for yourself. Because some people might be stuck at home and they get no time for themselves. Do something nice for somebody else. Send them something. Um, make up a game. Play somebody online. I don't know. It's I think if you can offer them one thing to focus on a day, um, and I normally I like to relate this back to, Kyle, I call this the peg effect, that each day you should be able to get a peg and put it on yourself that you've had some form of play, some form of exercise, which they'll probably get in your session. Practice some form of gratitude. So that mindset shift at the moment, because let's be honest, if you watch the news, um, everything's doom and gloom. And the last one is some form of giving. So P-E-G-G. And the giving is, you know, that's a random act of kindness, service, or doing something for somebody else or yourself. Um, and if you can do that each day, you grab a peg and you put it on yourself. And that is a great sort of acronym or way to stay accountable to it. So I would be finding ways as a trainer to come up with daily challenges for your community and that you share them. When you get people sharing what they've done, it has that ripple effect and that's what kindness does. Um, it has a ripple effect and it will affect everybody and, and that's how you'll get buy-in. You're not going to get buy-in from posting an AMRAP or an EMOM or, you know, like no one wants that. Why are they going to do that? They could have done that before yeah. you. You need to be different. So that's my thing. And to be honest, not everyone's going to want to do it. But I tell you what, the people that are doing it are absolutely loving it because they get that hit of oxytocin, the love drug call. And that's the one thing we're missing at the moment with no contact. All right. Interaction's yeah. one thing, like you said, but that contact is what they're getting now from their acts of giving service and kindness. Yes. Yes. Because, yes, oxytocin, one of the big thing, ways you get that is touch. Um, or yeah, watching two people help each other. So yeah, being able to get that through other ways. I was just wondering if, as you said that, if um, we could, and putting you on the spot, maybe share a one of these challenges from your daily mission cards. Yeah, mate. Yeah, of course. On, I'll get it. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe share one like weekly in the Facebook group. If people want cool. to join, look up the Trainers Tribe Facebook group uh, if you're not already a member and you can join that. And yeah, yeah, I'll, um, I'll, uh, I know people can't see us now we're on Zoom, but I'll post one each week. Um, and I know I've been doing that. And you can go and check these out already. I've been posting a lot on um, life on Instagram, and you could probably yep. get a head start on that. And I know I've posted probably about seven or eight different ones there um, that you can go and check cool. out and, and just pick one to start with. And uh, like always, pick one that isn't too confronting, you know, and I've tried to make ones on there, Kyle, that, um, you know, people aren't going to go right out there and step really into that uncomfortable area. So um, I will post one uh, when this podcast goes live and I'll continue to do that. But I just think it's a really nice way. And once people have got one thing to focus on, it's, I don't know, I think that more so than ever, we need to be doing that every day now because that can be the one bit of shining light in everything else may not be going that well, but 
you know, you get that feeling. Like we said, you can't touch these people anymore or you can't get that feeling of interaction, but you can get that feeling of doing something nice for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and that's also, like you said, it's it's doing something different. So rather than posting these like workout challenges and stuff like that, which look, you you know your clients best, that might be what they want. But if you've been posting them and you've been getting like, one and it's no engagement <laughs> at all, then you need to change direction with it and you need to think about what's important to you and also what's important to your clients. Mm-hmm. I think if you can if you can marry those up, uh, you'll find lots of ways to keep your community engaged. And yeah, beyond just yeah, exercising, uh, yeah. which is important, but people need other stuff at the moment. Yeah, and I think I think you said it best when we were on your retreat in Phillip Island when you made us sit down and didn't make us, but we sat down and watched Brene Brown, that this yeah. may be really uncomfortable for you. These may be things that, you know, you don't normally like doing, but this is a time for you to just get that vulnerability out and just smash it. And, um, you know, it might be that you need to be the one leading this or sharing what you've done for somebody else or your random act of kindness. I, I don't know what it is, but... Um, if that's not in your nature, then yeah, you're going to probably have to do something that you're not comfortable doing because if you don't talk the talk or walk the walk, then nobody else is going to do it either. Um, so I think it's a great opportunity to try something new for your clients and yourself. And and this will probably have a lasting effect when you can go back and train face-to-face or, um, you know, whatever your normal business looks like. So have you been doing oh, so many things you said because you've also talked about the going back to the start when you just talked about people becoming familiar with your voice so i guess we've talked a bit about community engagement maybe before we wrap up the segment let's talk a little bit about putting yourself out there mm. to a wider community yep uh, and and that's how you find more you know community members uh so like i've i'll start off because as you know i've like to write and i do a yep. lot of writing stuff and you're a very and good writer. Doing video, very good. And, oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, doing like video and audio stuff, like the podcast, the stuff that I haven't done as much lately. I went through a bit of a phase a few years ago, um, but it's very different because in writing, you can take your time, make sure it's all polished, make sure it's <laughs> all neat, make sure it's perfect before you put it out, and that can be helpful to people. But it is the aspect of messing things up of, you know, being like right now where I'm having to think, you can hear me trying to think and put this thing into words in real time that creates, you know, a more of a human connection. You connect more to me as a person through this audio versus maybe something that I've written. Uh, so you you've had a lot of success, Dale, with or something you've been keeping really um, consistent with. So, what's your recommendation for people? <laughs> and I, I think the the big thing you just mentioned is there that you are a perfectionist and you love you know like and if anyone well everyone follows your work, you read any of your blogs, they are perfect. The way you write them, they're amazing. Whereas my expertise isn't writing. I'm not the best writer at all. So for me, I want to get stuff out there. And um, I, I don't know who told me this, but I listened to a, a video a couple of years ago or three years ago, 
and they said you want people to feel like they know you without actually knowing you and um the best way you can do that is through the senses of listening and watching so for me i just thought all right once we started this podcast i thought i need one for my own brand as well so i started one and if you go back to my first episode it's this story-based movement adventure that is old McDonald Fitness Farm (laughs) or something like that. Like it's absolutely ridiculous compared to what I'm doing now. So I suppose the biggest thing for me is, Kyle, that you've just got to start. And when I – like I used to get so nervous. And like I said, rocking up to do the first podcast with you, I was absolutely packing. And I want people to realise this, that they may see me now or watch me or listen to things I'm doing and I am very confident. I don't get nervous one bit anymore when I do this. But at the start, it terrified the crap out of me. But that's why I had to do it. And um, I find that I particularly need something to stay accountable to. And for me, mm-hmm. at the moment, that's the nightly boot camp. I need these things to have my day set up. Um, I need to have a podcast coming out every week. One, because I'm super proud of it. And I love seeing it. And I know people wait each week to listen to that. And it's grown and grown and grown. Um, but the big thing is that it was a really big challenge for me at the start. And now I look back at it, how I've come, I think I was episode 181 or something like that. And I'm like, do you know what, Dale? That's a really big achievement and you should be proud of it. So, yeah, um, yeah and and I, I do do that now. Previously, I probably would have brushed it aside. And I don't know if you ever would have done that too, Cole, with your writing. Like, you are a fantastic writer. And would you, did you always admit that like say oh thank you or would you say oh yeah but would you say oh not really definitely say not really <laughs> yeah see and I, that's yeah. the thing like i i think this is a great opportunity to realize all right there, there are things i do really well and everybody has got assets and qualities that set them apart from everyone but then you've also got things you don't do as well why not try that now and i know and i know yeah. podcasting for you Cole, that it does take a lot of energy and and stuff from you but you are very good at it and people enjoy it and i'm sure it's the same with everyone else that you don't have to don't mimic yourself on kyle or myself like oh they're so good at this you don't have to be us be yourself mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and just give it a go and the thing is people will there will be people that say, oh, this is wrong or that's not right, but don't listen to those people because they're the ones that are envious and jealous of what you're doing and they actually want to do it themselves, but they don't have the courage to do it. So mm-hmm. don't let that don't let that confuse you or get that sort of flames in your head that, yeah, I, I don't deserve to this. I don't have the credibility. You can make yourself an expert in whatever you want, all right? but you've got to have the commitment and you've got to be dedicated to doing that. So... Um, I don't know, that's a big rant I've just gone on there, Kyle, but, <laughs> and it's probably a few years of people, you know, things, people having goes at yeah. you saying you're not good enough and um, you, what gives you the right to do this? And my thing yeah. is just keep going and keep going and eventually you won't hear those people anymore because the amount of praise coming in is so much better and people look at you as an expert because that's what you've yeah. made yourself. You, yeah. you can convert yourself into anything these days. And um, I think we've both done that. You've converted yourself into the biggest blog online platform for PTs and fitness trainers in the world. Like, and, and, you, and do you know what I mean? You haven't trained people for a few years. and But that's the thing. You don't need to because you've got the credibility. You've built that up and you've done it over time. Whereas I've yeah. transformed myself into this sort of energizer person that really good with games and stuff. I could just be a general teacher if I wanted, but I've put myself mm-hmm. out there and I've gone with mm-hmm. it. So you may not have ever wanted to do this, but this could be your opportunity to write, all right, I've got a bit more time now. What do I love? What can I be passionate about? Start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, start writing a blog, just do something. Um, 
And I think share that with your community at the start because they trust and like you. And then you can slowly, you know, that vulnerability breaks down and you can start trusting yourself a bit more and you can release it to the world. So that was a rant I didn't think was coming, Kyle. I don't know where it came from, but um, yeah, it was so because but, I think it's important. But I know what you mean because it. how often do we recommend that to other people? Both being, oh, we can both yep. very clearly remember before we started and and you get sort of like, oh, no, I can't do it or it's not yeah. like that. Yep. Uh, you know, like sort of thing. And I actually remember my brother, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this, um, saying when I first started writing blogs on the internet, he was kind of like, you know, websites back then were only for like professional accredited experts, you know, kind of thing. And here <laughs> yeah. I am writing, I'm just this, this trainer writing articles and sharing them and writing, sharing my workout ideas. And he, I remember him being quite skeptical, but that's where everyone starts. Even someone who starts writing for a published magazine, like, there was the first time that they, you know, had one of their articles published. So uh, everyone starts somewhere. Mm. And the thing is really to start and to realize that you don't need, uh, you know, a cape or a secret identity. <laughs> Although, you know, if you want if you want to do it under a pseudonym at the start, if that makes you more comfortable, um, go for it. You can you know, do like that. Plenty of successful authors and stuff like that who've used pseudonyms to get started uh, yeah, if that makes you more comfortable, but yeah, get, go ahead and start, pick something and be, I think that's the other thing you touched on Dale, but I just want to highlight is consistency. Yeah. So Don't that's how you build one trust. Really, really. Yep. That's how you build community is by like people knowing this person's going to show up for me regularly. Uh, and you can do that. Anyone can do that. Anyone can show up regularly for a group of other people. And so if you can do that um, and just bring your personality to what you do um the i mentioned at the start like that there was this other aspect to what's happening right now and it's that maybe you're the only person who likes um you know purple rubber ducks in 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 your town but with the internet you can find you know the 20 other people in the world that love purple rubber ducks rubber ducks and you can create a podcast for those 20 people that's what i mean like even if you think ah who i am is like not you know it doesn't resonate with the people i know but that's the beauty of the internet is that you will find those other 100 200 a thousand if you can find a thousand people in the world a thousand people out of the what seven and a half billion is that where we're at now people in the world that's a drop in the pond and that is enough to support you a thousand people is enough to support you financially uh and so but yeah it just it just takes that first podcast episode that first blog post that first you know vlog it's gonna be blur it's not gonna be it's, very good it's gonna be crap <laughs> like let's be honest and you're gonna learn so much <laughs> And, and, and the only way you're going to learn is by doing something and like you can read and study and watch and talk to people, mm. but the only way you can actually learn is by doing, and that's how things mm. get better. And for example, Cole, um, you've just told me that my microphone settings were wrong and I've done 181 episodes and it sounded rubbish. I've got a very good microphone, but this is what I mean. Like if I had to worry about yeah. getting a perfect, I wouldn't release anything. I didn't know what was wrong. I thought I had a dud microphone, but it's because yeah. I yelling at night it too loud. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a cape though. I love that. 
Don't need a cape. Make your own cape. And the big one is be consistent. Don't listen to the background noise because you will have people that doubt you and judge you because it's not because mm. of what you're doing. It's a reflection of that person. And that's a big thing I've learned, that people are judging you because they are envious that you're putting yourself out there and having you go because deep down they want to do that as well, but they don't mm. have the confidence or they don't have there's something missing in them that they can't do it, so then they'll put you down because it's a reflection of themselves. Yeah. But anyway, I got way too deep and personal there for an episode we're talking about maintaining building community online. <laughs> so, sorry, Colin, I'll pay you for it. I'll pay you for a uh, psychology lesson after this, mate. <laughs> no, I think I think that was perfect. I think I think that was uh, like I needed to hear that too. So thank you. That's like all right, mate. A reminder because I'm doing I'm doing new stuff right now too to you know help trainers and uh, even coming back to the podcast. So that that was really helpful. Thank you. No worries, mate. Well, let's get to right here, right now. Bit of fat boy slim hope Norman Cook doesn't mind me singing that each episode. I don't know, I don't know if you <laughs> thought I was going to do that, Cole, but I'm going to do that. <laughs> if it's less than eight seconds, we're good. Uh, <laughs> I'll just explain the segment. This is the segment of the show at the end where we just talk a little bit about what we're doing individually. Um, so you can hear what we're up to with whatever uh, might be product that we we want to share that we've found really helpful or something that we've written or, you know, a course that we've got going on or a course that we've just taken ourselves or a book. Uh, yeah. Take it away, Dale. Yeah, so I, I think this is really fitting with what I've just mentioned there that I do run a lot of online businesses and things like that, but I'm not very good online and I and I know that and I'm not very confident with a lot of things. And um, so one of the, the big things I've realised is that um, a lot of the workshops and interactions I do, I cannot do anymore. So um, I was I had a lot of conferences booked in around Australia and the world. So I was like, mm-hmm. do you know what? I'm going to run an online conference summit and Last week, I just decided to do this. So I got uh, another 10 educators and myself, and I got the right platform, and I booked it in. And this Thursday and Friday, um, I've got 10 presenters, one-hour slots each, six over, sorry, 12, no, 11 or 12 now. I'm waiting on one more to be confirmed over two days. Um, So this is what I'm saying. You can do anything you want. But the thing I had to do was I was judging myself because I didn't know if I have the knowledge to be able to set it up. But there are so many good platforms out there for whatever you want to do now that will essentially do it for you. Um, you've just got mm. to find those right ones. So um, that was one hurdle that I've been, I've probably wanted to do for a couple of years. And um, now having more time and not being able to do normally what I do, it's made me do that, Kyle. So I'm very grateful that I've figured out to do that and I've backed myself to do it because I could actually do it really easily. But it was that it was I was the one stopping me, no one else. So um, I'm very excited for that. It's going to be a big couple of days, uh, starting at eight and finishing at six each day with uh, you know, a lot of presenting and things like that. But it's something that I think is really needed at the moment. It's going to help a lot yeah. of teachers out there and families with the online and home remote learning. So for me, that's something that I'm sort of really proud of. I wanted to share that because um, like everything I just mentioned before, doing something different that scares you, we all have to do it. And that's something I've been able yeah. to overcome. So um, hopefully that give a little bit of motivation to others, mate. So um, what about yourself? Cool. Uh, I've got two things to share. Uh, speaking of uh, 
writing a blog post. I just wrote a new blog post and it started as a short thing and, and developed into quite a... <laughs> 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 uh, but it's about I was uh, how I've identified three different types of um, trainers, especially when they're online, like online fitness trainers. Uh, and that the way they should focus on... It came out of our last podcast actually the way that they should focus on training people and coaching people during this time is very different depending on your personality uh yeah. so like you made me think of a day because you're what's uh, i've called a presenter uh, <laughs> and also, uh, a coach and an inspirator and so depending on which style you are yeah it depends on like you know whether you should be running webinars versus using an app an app to train your clients versus, um, you know, maybe setting up like a membership site or something like that. Cool. Um, so yeah, trainers can go have a read of that on the bootcamp ideas blog and have a pick of which, uh, which type they are. And the other thing to share is I just finished reading this book that I know you enjoyed. <laughs> I did very gratitude. I just reread that. Yeah. I started that. Uh, and we just talked about, gratitude stuff so i just want to do a shout out um a simple act of gratitude by john kralik and i know you've got a podcast episode interviewing him as well so i'll link have, to that yeah I did, have a pod- I did have a podcast and to be honest i'm going to say this now i don't think he listens to our podcast but i was actually a bit disappointed uh after reading his book uh i just don't yeah i he didn't i don't know i don't know how to say this without sounding mean but I built that book up because I absolutely loved it and it changed my life. Yeah. And I speak about it all the time. And then after speaking yep. to him, um, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not dissing my podcast or anything like that or John. <laughs> his book's amazing. And I know you remember, yeah. I remember you telling me about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I read it. I was like, wow, that is so powerful. He just yeah. didn't, he didn't inspire me like his book did. And I probably shouldn't yeah. expected that from him because that was his story. It's not essentially him probably. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, I think that's that thing of like, um, there's some quote about like meeting your heroes and like you should never meet you should never meet your heroes <laughs> because <laughs> because that, that happens sometimes. You know, the thing you've read or the thing you watched, and then in in sort of normal life, they can be a very different person. So okay, maybe I won't link to the podcast, but I will no, link, you, to you know, link it to the podcast. People might it might resonate with people, and they might get an idea about the book and and why they should yeah. read it. Um, and because I yeah. think it's very, I think it is very beneficial, particularly at the moment. And that's what we're yeah, talking yeah. about: um, sending yeah. a letter to somebody or a random act of kindness. And and that's what he did for three hundred and sixty-five days. Yeah, and just the story just chronicles how it changed his life from depressed and not really caring Broke. about his life to. Yeah realizing all the things in his life that um that were yeah really good and just changing his relationship so yeah i thought of that for you I love that. because you suggested that and then i was like oh yeah i just finished the book so um, if people are looking for something to sort of uh, a different approach to writing you know doing some sort of gratitude exercise that's a good one because uh, i find even reading that book makes you notice the things in your life that Be you grateful for yeah, and, and that's that's so true. Like, and 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 that's why I'm not dissing the book because it did change my life. And I remember you yeah. telling me about it. But um, yeah, I think it just even you don't even need to write the letters, but just reading it. And I'm sure you did. You yeah. actually realize, ah, oh, I am very great. I am very lucky. I've got a lot of great things going on. 
Oh, awesome. that's good. Thanks for reminding me about that. That's uh, it's made me smile because I remember the book. <laughs> so, one more question for you, Dale, at the well, here end here. Just, this should I be worried? Did you listen to the last to the to the last podcast episode? Did I listen to it? Yeah. No. No. Okay. I did. I thought so because you didn't comment on the music. I didn't, I listened to the start. Um, I didn't listen, I listened to about, I think, five minutes of it. And that's, oh, okay. So you would have got the, did you get the intro music then? No, maybe I didn't listen to five minutes. I listened to you, like, the okay. intro, and you said, right, yeah. all right, let's go. Um, and okay. I thought, yeah, that sounds good. Should I need to go back and listen to it? I wasn't, gonna exp- okay. I wasn't expecting you to ask me that, but I am, I'm an honest person. So, no, I didn't listen to the whole thing. It's all right. I, I had a feeling I meant to ask you before we were on air, but I thought... <laughs> So, yeah, have a listen. And to the listeners as well, let, let me know what you think of... Uh, so, Dale had no input in that music, which you might find surprising because you might think that it's really dale right. music. And he was oh, definitely my inspiration for picking that. So, um, I hope you guys like that and it kind of represents that we're having a bit of fun with this show as well. Perfect. Well, I'm excited to listen to it. And, and uh, thanks for putting me on the spot because I'm definitely <laughs> going to listen to it now because I feel bad. <laughs> All right, uh, let's say farewell. Farewell, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this helps you with building your community. Uh, Join our community on Facebook. Just search for the Trainers Tribe and join the group. You can like the page as well, but join the group. Uh, Any last words, Dale? No, that's, uh, I think that, uh, as always, we start with the topic and I think we just sort of get in the role and, I actually felt like I vented a lot. I feel good today. So sorry if that's a bit deep for people, but that's, that's the beauty of sharing podcasts with someone. We have a conversation and if you like listening, you like listening. So um, Kyle, once again, thanks, buddy. I'm really enjoying being back with you, mate. Likewise.